Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Amen. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if, but if we, we confess, confess our sins, God, God who is faithful and just, will forgive, forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most, Most merciful God, God we, confess we confess that, that we, we are by nature sinful and unclean. We, we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your presence and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Sound of 
peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. of your Son, you raised up the fallen world, grant to your faithful people, rescued from the peril of everlasting death, perpetual gladness, and eternal joys. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the fourth Sunday of Easter is from Lamentations chapter 3. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear his, the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone in silence when it is laid upon him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes, and let him be filled with insults. For the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he cause grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he does not willingly afflict 
or grieve the children of men. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. The epistle is from 1 Peter chapter 2. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, Honor the emperor. Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing when mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you, when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, A little while, and you will see me no longer, and again a little while, and you will see me, 
So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us? A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me, and because I am going to the Father? So they were saying, What does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Is this what you are asking yourselves, what I meant by saying, A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but... I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. This is the Gospel of our Lord. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Amen. When I was a young lad, a much smaller lad, my mother would often sing to me. She would sing to all of us as children. Sometimes she would make up her own little ditties as she went around doing housework or other chores. But she also would sing commercials from her childhood, things about leaving your gum on the bedposts overnight and, and Band-Aids that don't hurt when you pull them off. But I remember one night, and I don't remember exactly what had happened. I was troubled. I might have done something wrong. I might have been scared or afraid, and, and I had simply gone to my room and curled up there in my, my little twin bed and, and pulled the covers over my head, and I was angry and scared and just the whole range of emotions. And in through the door, much to my annoyance at the time, walks my mother, singing, of all things, a Bing Crosby song. Love and marriage, love and marriage, go together like a horse and... I know I'm not on tune there, but... She sang that, and, and at the time, it was just the last thing I wanted to hear, song and joy. I just wanted to be left alone with my covers pulled over my head, singing about love and marriage and joy. Your Lord sings to you this day. The word of the Lord always sings to you and for you. But it's not always just love and marriage and joy, 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 happy, happy, happy. The word of the Lord sings in this way, joy and sorrow, joy and sorrow. Wait a minute. That can't be right. I mean, the world teaches us that we deserve better, by gosh and by golly. Take your pills, exercise, put on your positive thinking hat. You can get there. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. The world tells you that there should be no sorrow or distress in your life. And if you happen to have it, if you're stuck in bed with covers pulled over your head, then, well, that's your doing. And you're doing something wrong. God's Word, which sings to you, has a little different message. First and foremost, Jesus comes in our gospel text for today. He comes there in John chapter 16 to prepare his disciples, to prepare them for his death, his death upon Calvary's hideous tree, where he will be left forsaken, scorned, where everyone else will run away, pulling the covers over their head, and leave him alone there to bear the wrath of God for all mankind. Jesus says that they will have sorrow. He says that, that the world will, will mock them and, and make fun of them, that the world will rejoice in the midst of all these things that take place to the Holy One of Israel. All of this, of course, is foreshadowed from our Old Testament reading for today from Lamentations. We believe Jeremiah wrote the book of Lamentations. Some scholars think that he wrote it prior to be taken away by King Nebuchadnezzar there into Babylon. Perhaps some of it were written while he was there. We don't know the exact details of that. But you hear lots of law as well, very similar to what Jesus now himself will preach, proclaim, and fulfill Listen to these words. It is good that one should wait quietly. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke. Let him sit alone in silence when it is laid on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. Scripture tells us that we will have grief. We will have sorrow. We will have troubles. So why is it that when such things occur to us, happen to us, that, that we throw a hissy fit, that we raise our fists to God or to everyone else and say, why me? I don't deserve this. But we do. You do. Into sin you were born. 
into sin did your mother conceive you. And all of the proclamations of God going back through Scripture still apply now to you and to me. Adam and Eve who were cast out of the garden, the curse that labor would be difficult, that childbirth would be painful, that there would be death now that would enter this world, but when we are faced with it, we not only say why, but we question the Almighty God. God help us when we are weak in our faith. God help us when we not only blame Him, but blame everyone else. God, help us when we think that in this life we will not weep, we will not have sorrow, we will not have troubles. God, help us. But Jesus continues to sing to you. He sings from the cross His holy word, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He sings to his own mother and to John to ensure that there will be family relationships still in place in the midst of his own death. And Jesus sings anew. He sings anew that Easter Sunday. We hear those words, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Jesus comes in the midst of the lamenting and the sorrow and the death, and He brings life. He brings precious gospel. What joy we have with what He gives. Lamentation bears this out as well. For the Lord will not cast off forever, for though He cause grief, He will have compassion. All of this according to the abundance of His steadfast love. The Lord's steadfast love which which never perishes, spoils, or fades. This is your inheritance as the children of God. Into this family you have been grafted through the waters of holy baptism. At this family table you have been fed with His body and blood, His Word, which sings, rings loud into your ears, into your mouths, which covers you. This is your life as a Christian. So may we repent when we believe we deserve better. When we start to question all that is happening around us, when we get so fed up with this, may we in faith turn the only place that one can turn to Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus says, you will have sorrow, but I will see you again. And your hearts will rejoice, and no one can take your joy from you. Jesus sings a beautiful promise. The same promise of law and gospel sung by Pastor Jeremiah and Pastor Peter. Peter who writes, for what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure, but if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure? In other words, that you have faith in the midst of these things, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. Singing, not just our mothers coming into our rooms or when we turn on the radio or we listen to beautiful music prepared for us. But the song of salvation, the song that is sung in the tents of the righteous, the song of Christ, your Lamb, who comes for you. Jesus prepares His disciples for His death, His resurrection. He prepares them as well for 40 days after that Easter Sunday, which we'll celebrate here in a couple of weeks, His ascension into heaven. And He prepares them for His return. He prepares us for that. Our Lord could yet return at at any moment, and we are called to be prepared to have oil in our lamps to keep those lamps burning brightly. So sing, would you? Sing that song of faith. Chase away that depression, that sorrow, that lamenting, which yes, we will have. For the gospel, your Savior has come for you. I'd like to close with a few beautiful words from Pastor Luther. He writes, 
God stands hidden among the sufferings which would separate us from him like a wall, indeed like a wall of a fortress. And yet he looks upon me and does not forsake me. He stands there and is ready to help in grace. And through the window of dim faith, he permits himself to be seen. And Jeremiah says in Lamentations 3, quote, He casts men aside, but that is not the intention of his heart, end quote. These people know nothing at all of this kind of a faith, and they give themselves over to thinking that God has forsaken them and is their enemy. They even lay the blame on other men or on the devil and have simply no confidence at all in God. For this reason, too, their suffering is always an offense to them and harmful. And yet they go on doing their good works as they think, quite unaware of their serious unbelief. But they who trust, they who in such suffering trust God and hold on to a good, firm confidence in Him, who believe that He is well pleased with them, see in their sufferings and afflictions nothing but pure and precious merits, the costliest treasures which no man can assess. For faith and confidence make precious before God All that which others think most shameful. God grant us this mind, this clarity, this recognition of sin, of ourselves and the world and the devil himself. But God also grant that firm, living and vibrant faith in him who has conquered all and will even yet deliver you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Amen. Let us pray for the whole church of God and Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty and eternal God, worthy to be held in reverence by all people everywhere, we give you humble and sincere thanks for the innumerable blessings you have bestowed on us without any merit or worthiness on our part. We praise you especially for preserving for us your saving word and the holy sacraments. Grant and preserve to your holy, to your holy church throughout the world the purity of doctrine and provide faithful pastors to preach your word with power. Help all who hear the word rightly to understand and truly to believe it. Send labors into your harvest and open the door of faith to those who do not know you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, in mercy bring to repentance the enemies of your church and grant them amendment of life. Protect and defend your church in all tribulation and danger and sustain with your spirit our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world who experience persecution. Strengthen us and all fellow Christians to set our hope fully on the grace revealed in Christ and help us to fight the good fight of faith that in the end we may receive the salvation of our souls. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, bestow your grace on all nations of the earth. Bless especially our country, its inhabitants, and all who are in authority. Let your glory dwell in our land, that mercy and truth, righteousness and peace may abound in all places. Bless also all who serve in our armed forces, that they may serve with integrity and honor. Protect the doctors, nurses, first responders, and scientific researchers who are working to address the pandemic. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate Lord, graciously defend us from all calamity by fire and water, from war and pestilence, from scarcity and famine, and from every other evil. Protect and prosper all who labor in their rightful callings, and let all useful arts flourish among us. Be the God and Father of the lonely and the forsaken, the helper of the sick, needy, and unemployed, and the comforter of the distressed and those who sorrow. Look with mercy, especially on those who have requested our prayers, including the family of William Carlock, the family of Thomas Hendricks, and the family of Lou Fager, all of these whom you have chosen to call to you. Also for those who are suffering in any way and Request your prayer, Tara and Ryan, Cruz, Michael, 
Bob, Carlos and Janka, Carol and Jim, Billy and Brian, and also for all who are shut in, especially for Olga and Lorraine, Anne and Doris, and also for the mothers who are waiting the expectant, with expectant hope, the, the joy of birth to children in our congregation, Laura and Allie, Anna, Megan, Anne, and Ashley. Protect their unborn children, Lord. May all ever cling to you, to your son Jesus, as their sure and certain hope. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Grant your Holy Spirit to those who come to the Lord's table this day that they may receive the very body and blood of Jesus Christ in sincere repentance and firm faith and to their abundant blessing. Look with kindness on those who cannot gather and bring them together again at your table soon. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, as we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes and no work can be done. And when our last hour comes, support us by your power and receive us into your heavenly kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good right and salutary that we should at all times and all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, who everlasting God. And most especially are we bound to praise you on this day for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, the very Paschal Lamb, who was sacrificed for us and bore the sins of the world. By his dying he has destroyed death, and by his rising again he has restored to us everlasting life. Therefore, with Mary Magdalene, Peter and John, and with all the witnesses of the resurrection, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us 
by the all-availing sacrifice of His body and His blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg You, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with Your Word and Spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat His body and drink His blood as He bids us do in His own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Our Father, Father, who who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, He broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way, O Hoso, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in Mahai blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen.
And now may the body and blood of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you steadfast unto life everlasting. Depart in peace and with great joy, your sins are forgiven. Amen. thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 